Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the J&J Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Jaworski, and I'm joined, as always, by my good pal, Justin Carroll. Justin, Friday night, July 3rd, happy 4th. How are you celebrating America's birthday? America's Independence Day. I actually don't even know if I'm going to be celebrating, to be quite honest. So do you hate America, then? No, I don't hate America. This is America. No, I don't hate America. But uh, I just don't know what my plans are for, uh, what is it, uh, Cuatro de Julio. I'll just say that. Yeah, and you said it in Spanish, so you must hate America. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I got uh, pride. I got, a, I got an American flag fanny pack. How much American pride do I need after that? I mean, fanny pack alone does it. Now that it's American flag, forget it. You're Top notch. You are a real American. Shout yeah. out double H, brother. Anyway. <laughs> So tonight we watch Friday Night SmackDown, uh, America's uh, favorite wrestling show, uh, by according to us, of course. Uh, this one, so this episode, I would have to say, eh, nothing really, you know, there were a lot of great matches, but uh, I don't know, match after match after match, and there was no real, there's nothing real that, that really made it, you know, like, it wasn't like, you know, like the icing on the cake or... or Something that, like, you know, it just wasn't that, I don't know. I just find it kind of felt like in a lull. I agree. There wasn't too much exciting things going on other than the two first banger matches we had. I don't really, like, I didn't really care about anything else. Oh, whoa. Actually, that's a lie. Because uh, there was another match that happened close to the end of the show that I thought was pretty good. But we'll get into that later on. I honestly didn't think it was all that bad today. So we get right into it here. Friday Night SmackDown for July 3rd on the Fox Network. Matt Riddle comes out. He does his interview with Michael Cole. They talk about his big win last week against AJ Styles. Then they start talking about his feet, and that's where I kind of tuned out. Uh, there were a lot of bros being thrown around, so I can always appreciate a bro from uh, Matt Riddle. Baron Corbin interrupts, who may or may not have real-life beef with Matt Riddle. Uh <laughs> You know, Corbin's telling him that he should always be ready for a match and Riddle starts taking off his clothes or his uh, ring at his entrance attire. And Corbin stops him and says, well, wait, you're not facing me. You're facing this guy. And it turns out to be John Morrison, the king of parkour. Uh, wasn't much of this match. It was pretty good. You know, Riddle does his thing. Morrison is a great in-ring talent. I feel like Morrison doesn't get as much credit for being a singles talent. I mean, he did great in Lucha Underground. An impact, but hasn't really gotten to showcase it in WWE, obviously, uh, being with The Miz and the tag team there. But they go at it. They have a fantastic match. They get into a pinning predicament towards the end. Riddle does get the win. The, uh, I think it might have been a roll-up or a double it was cross a, pin, or what was it? I think they called it a spider or some sort. It's definitely like a roll-up, but I think it was they called it the spider. Spider roll-up pin. Matt Riddle gets the win. Right after the match, though, he is attacked by AJ Styles, whose segue is right into the next match for the United, uh, excuse me, Intercontinental Championship versus Drew Gulak, who Drew Gulak had beaten previously in a non-title matchup. This match, I got to admit, I think it was better than Matt Riddle and John Morrison. I thought that match was really good, but this, I think, was like, oh my God, this is really, really good. Uh, Daniel Bryan popped on just, uh, it was a Zoom call, 
And obviously, you can tell it was pre-recorded. They were asking Daniel Bryan questions throughout the match. Like, do you really think Drew Gulak is going to win this? What has Drew Gulak done to prepare for this match? You know, just Zoom, those... Yeah, Zoom call, quote-unquote. Yeah, Zoom call. Daniel Bryan wasn't on TV because I believe he's having a kid really soon. So I think they're, um, like, you know, letting him have his time off for the time being. But um, really, really good match between AJ Styles and Drew Gulak. AJ Styles ends up pinning Drew Gulak with the phenomenal forearm and retains the Intercontinental Championship. I really enjoyed this match. That's all I got to say yeah, about it. was very good. Drew Gulak has been on our radar for a little while. Thank God they signed him back. I will say that. But uh, anyway, I thought AEW would have been Gulak. AEW is Gulak. Uh, EC3 is now Gulak because that news just came out. EC3 is now AEW, not EC3 is Gulak. Did I say that? Yes, you did. Oh, my bad. <laughs> One's anyway. way better than the other. Yes. We don't even have to leave that up for discussion. Anyway, <laughs> after this, we have Bailey and Sasha who are relishing in the Undertaker's uh, tribute last week. So they come out. They're very annoying. Uh, I'm kind of sick of them. I know we spoke before the podcast. We are very sick of them collectively. And they have made their own tribute package. And basically, uh, this resulted in Bailey mimicking the Undertaker and saying that he called her on the phone. And she did a really poor uh, impression of him. But uh, that video package runs. It was, you know, a fake. It was kind of like a, uh, a mockumentary of, like, them, like, of people commenting on their careers. Instead, it was just themselves commenting on their own careers. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross interrupt. Uh, this brings us into a match with Alexa Bliss versus Bailey, who gets a, a disqualification win due to outside interference from Sasha, correct? No, it was from Nikki. Nikki ended up slapping Bailey across the face, which Sorry. led to the disqualification. Right, right. Anyway, that went, came and went. Then we had the Wyatt Swamp match preview, which I didn't even know was a thing until uh, now. <laughs> Neither did I. I don't know. What's a Swamp match? No clue. Like, are they going to start off in, like, the van down by the river or something like that? You know, it, like... What what are, what are these guys going to do? It's a, it's What are they called? It? A Wyatt Swamp fight? Something like that. It, it's just... Uh, it's going to be another cinematic match. Hopefully, I'll give them their credit. Some of these cinematic matches have been pretty good. So hopefully, they're able to do a good job with this one. But um, I don't know what to expect from this match at all. I really don't. They're going to roll around in the mud. <laughs> It's going to be a mud show match. It re- this is a mud show match. <laughs> it really could be. It really could be. Cornette's dreams might be fulfilled. Anyway, after that preview, whatever it was, uh, we had Kofi facing off against Shinsuke Nakamura, which was another fantastic match. And I know you had high praises for this one, Justin. I thought this was pretty good. So Big E and Cesaro were both on the outside during this match. You know, supporting Kofi and Shinsuke, you know, their respected corners. Um, Cesaro got a little bit involved throughout the match. Big E got a little frustrated with him, tried to chase him around the ring. Then uh, the female ref ejected the both of them to the back. So then it just led to Shinsuke and Kofi having some one-on-one action. That, I just thought this was pretty good overall. 
it's something that I've wanted to see. I never really thought about it up until they announced it. Like, oh, I want to see Kofi Kingston go against Shinsuke Nakamura. It, it wasn't really a dream match of mine, but it was like a match that I did want to see. I'm glad I got to see it because I did enjoy it. Nakamura ends up pinning Kofi Kingston with the running knee. And let's just note, he pinned a former WWE champion. That's all I got to say. I mean, that's a pretty big move right there. That is, and that's all we have to say about that. Anyway, uh, Shadow <laughs> Force come. After this, we had the uh, long-awaited toast to Jeff Hardy. Uh, Harvey, which, Hardy. Jeff Harvey, Hardy. Anyway, uh, shut up, watch me. Anyway, there's a bar lined out in the middle of the ring. A bartender, presumably <laughs> a bartender, is there. Uh, instead of Seamus coming out to do the toast, Jeff Hardy is the first one out. He's asking, where's Seamus? Where are you? Stop hiding. Seamus is live via satellite. He said he wanted to give Hardy his space. He gives him a toast, uh, citing all of his addictions and adrenaline junkie-seeking, death-defying stunts. Anyway, he wants to you know, just stay in the spotlight, but he doesn't really know when to give up, really. Seamus offers him a drink. The bartender gives him what looked to be a glass of champagne. Hardy takes the glass of champagne, goes like he's going to drink it. It wasn't even close, by the way. Dumps it all over the top on the bartender, knocks the bartender down. Uh, he hits a swanton bomb on the bartender. Seamus is looking on. Don't do it, Jeff. Don't do it, Jeff. And Jeff Hardy hits the bartender with a swanton bomb. We go off the air with Jeff Hardy, uh, presumably celebrating from the top rope or just kind of posing on the top rope. And that was uh, Friday Night SmackDown. Two quick things before we cap this episode off. Um, I gotta admit, that dude's face, the bartender, absolute clown. Like, you could just clearly tell he was, like, some independent guy just trying to get on TV. He just looked so incredibly stupid. We talked about it a little bit before we were recording. But, oh, my God, that guy just looked so incredibly stupid. And also, I don't know if you laughed at it, but I definitely did. Seamus just goes, you beautiful, beautiful junkie. <laughs> I did I see that. about that. But that's all we got for Friday Night SmackDown. Quick little episode right there. Sure was a quick little one. It felt, I don't know what, 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 what it was, but it felt really fast. Oh, it felt incredibly fast. Like, after I saw the time for, well, right after... AJ Styles and Drew Gulak just finished their match. It was 8.55. And I'm like, oh my god, that just flew by. I was telling my dad the second half's going to fly by too. He's like, why do you think that? And I just go, it's like, it just flies by for some weird reason. Like, I feel like NXT and AEW take so much longer than SmackDown does. And they run this same exact time. So it's so weird. It is really weird. I don't know what it is, but anyway, Friday SmackDown, I'm not going to end it that fast uh friday night smackdown one to ten five being average what did you think Ooh, um i'm gonna give it a 6.4 a little over average it was decent good little episode i'm gonna go for the pure sake of the good matches i'm going to go a 6.5 pretty close to you obviously matches were good it was just kind of dry i think uh, tonight's SmackDown, you think, was a little dry? 
Yeah, there, was, there wasn't like a than mm, anything that you know was overly, you know, showing to me. I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I can agree with you on that. Yeah. Okay. It's it's justifiable. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. But anyway, you wanted to pick the gimmicks of the week for this week. May you go ahead. I did. And you laughed at me when I recommended this. But I just said, because I have a picture of the Road Warriors right in front of me. I said, why not just do the best face paint in all professional wrestling? Granted, my answer is not going to be the Road Warriors, even though they have some pretty cool ones out there. But I know who I'm going to choose. But I'm curious as to who you're going to choose, Jaworski. Who am I going to pick? Yeah, who are you going to pick? I don't know. <laughs> I think you should go first, and then I can get a gauge okay. who I should pick. Okay. Yours, well, I'm assuming yours is going to be a little more basic than mine. My answer is going to be the Great Muda. Oh, man, this guy had some killer face paints back in the day. He still even wrestles up until this day, and he's got some pretty... Outstanding ones out there, but uh, more notably, back when he was like, you know, doing the stuff with the Great Kabuki and whatnot, I think his face paint just looks so cool, and his look was just amazing, and the the mist and everything like that. He was just so so cool, and I think the face paint really added to how great Great Muda was. And I have to go with the Great Muda having the best face paint in the business. So I'm going to go with two really basic ones, and I think they're kind of tied. And they really kind of got the face paint, you know, gimmick over (laughs) being, you know, such so early or being two of the most notable piece. I'm going to pick two because I think they're kind of tied with each other. Oh, that's going to be Sting and the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, okay. You know, they started together like they were a tag team. Did you know that? Yes. Yes, I oh, did. Okay, okay. Let's make it sure. And presumably, sure you... getting the same idea from them, you know, Sting being the, you know, California beach model, you know, the, the surfer guy with the face paint is easily recognizable. Even so is his later on when he did the whole the crow deal, you know, the mm-hmm. white, black, red, even the Joker period over in TNA and then later on in WWE. I feel like his face paint's definitely the most notable right next to Ultimate Warrior. I mean, just like the the war well, I don't know what you really call his kind of setup. It's just the warrior face paint. Like everyone knows what the ultimate warrior, you know, looks like. The long hair, the tassels on his arms, the muscles coming out. And he's got the face paint more importantly. So Ex- I feel exactly. like I feel like I feel like it's the most satellite, it's the most relevant, and it's the most noticeable face paint. And you know, all of wrestling basically. Yeah, so that was a quick little uh, gimmicks of the week right there. Some uh Pretty good names thrown out there. I bet you... Wait, do you even know who the Great Muda is? The Great Muda I saw once on Impact Wrestling. Oh, my God. Dude, you have to watch some of the Great Muda stuff. Like, his match with the Great Kabuki, it is crazy good. There's so much blood. Not that, that it makes the match good. It, it throws it a little bit over the top. But, man, uh, you're, I'm going to have to send you a link to that because that match is just insane. But uh, Great Muda has so many good matches. Any real quick wrestling news that we missed from uh, Wednesday? Oh, I know one big one. 
Um, and I think you know is it, it uh, I think I do. Wait, on three, let's say it. One, two, three. Keith Lee and Cole getting Cole spoiled. versus Keith Lee. Okay. Yeah. We were thinking the same thing. Ooh, okay. Let's talk about this. So I think I think you know it more than I do. Obviously, you know who won now. I don't. You're not going to tell me, but you're going to tell everybody the basis of what happened. Okay, so for NXT this week, I think they recorded it on Wednesday. They recorded it for two weeks. So they did night one of the Great American Bash and night two of Great American Bash on the same day. And one of the dudes, I believe it was either Rinku or Sarab, it was those uh, the tag team that Malcolm Bivens has been managing. And one of them took a picture of the winner. I'm not going to spoil it who, but one of them took a picture of the winner holding both belts, and pictures just went out everywhere about this. And uh, for me, it killed me because it wasn't like, it wasn't like warning. This is a spoiler. It was just like you click on the picture. I couldn't really tell why, like what it was. So I clicked on it, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I just got this match spoiled." But um, I was disappointed. Let's just say that you spoiled it. I didn't. What? What? How did I spoil it? I, if I know you were disappointed. I didn't fall off the turnip truck yesterday, pal. <laughs> I told you don't spoil it. I didn't spoil it. I didn't say the name. Oh, no matter how many people listen to this, whether it be one, two, three, five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five, a million people, they don't know who you think is disappointing. The one person who does know is me. And you spoiled it. So who do you think won? Cole lost. Keith Lee won. <laughs> okay, okay. But wait a second. There are rumors, rumors, that there were two finishes taken of this match. Taken. So, oh, taken, excuse me. Thank oh you for the correction. God. Give me a second. My mouth is dry. Hmm. So, supposedly, they did two takes for the finish of Cole and Keith Lee. So, it's either, it, I'm guessing it depends on the mood, either Keith Lee won the match, or Adam Cole wins the match, and we won't know until Great American Bash on Wednesday night around 10pm. That's when we, oh my god, that's when we will know who won, officially, between Adam Cole and Keith Lee. I'll let you finish there that, you on. Yeah. Officially, thank you. Um. <laughs> That's really too bad that they, you know. Supposedly, that's just a rumor, though. That's just a rumor. Talk about kayfabe. (laughs) Well, man, it's just, it's insane. Like, anyone with, um, like, a brain would know not to spoil that. Like, if you damn well know that matches next week, why spoil it like that? Like, I thought, like, initially I just thought, man, someone's going to spoil, like, the finish, like it's just rumors are gonna be out there, and, and like I just assumed that it was going to be spoiled somehow, some way, and it was, and I, uh, I was, I was pretty upset by that because I really didn't want to, you know, look forward to the match and just see who won, but nope, it got spoiled. For uh, no, nope, too bad, me as the too bad, so sad. Yep, I know, 
just a couple of wrestling fans like us just wanted to see the match. Yeah. I don't even know what to expect from that match. I mean, I expect Keith Lee to do his stuff. I expect Adam Cole. Uh, well, I don't know if Adam Cole is going to be able to do some of the stuff that he's like used to do because, you know, Keith Lee is a bigger dude and whatnot. But um, I'm very interested as to how that match is going to go. How it will go now that they spoil it. Anyway. But you never know. We don't know who's going to win on Wednesday because supposedly they did two takes. That's all we know. We'll have to see. Anyway, wasn't a ton of wrestling news coming out of Wednesday. So, fortunately, we can cut the episode a little short here. Nothing much doing on SmackDown, not a ton going on. But, of course, Justin, would you be so kind to plug our social medias? Ooh, two days in a row I get to plug the social media? Oh, yeah. If you are listening to this anywhere else, I don't know how, but follow and listen to us on Spotify at J&J Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on two of our social media outlets, that being Instagram and Twitter, at J&J Wrestling Pod, without the cast. And that is all for the social media plugs. And that'll be it from us. We will hear from you, or we will listen, or you will hear us. I don't know when. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna officially cut Monday Night Raw because oh. it's such a burden for everybody. Whoa. Really? Well, I mean, are you surprised? No, I'm not surprised. But give me a second. Mm. I think what we should do. I think we have to start meshing. SmackDown and Raw together and just quickly review it. I think that would be easier. So we'd probably have to do it like right after SmackDown like we typically do. So watch, well, get notes for Raw. Maybe not watch it. Um, <laughs> actually watch SmackDown and then just record right after. That's what we might have to do. And then we just normally record how we do for NXT and AEW. So it would be Tuesday and Thursday. No, wait, what? Where'd you get Tuesday and Thursday? Okay, we'll figure it out another day. But <laughs> anyway, appreciate everybody listening to us. We will hear from you some we will uh hear from you sometime next week and Justin has a movie quote, I have to use the bathroom. So hurry up. Oh, okay. Well, you can go use the bathroom right now. I'll just say my movie quote. So today, July third, marks thirty five years of one of the greatest age movies that came out. That being Back to the Future with Christopher Lloyd. And Michael J. Fox. I'm going to say a quote from Dr. Emmett Brown, who was played by Christopher Lloyd. And <laughs> I just got to say this quote. I just like it. I think it's funny. There's that word again. Heavy. Is there something wrong in the future with Earth's gravitational pull? I try to do that. My impression of him. Didn't come out all that well. But that's one of my favorite lines from the movie. That movie is hysterical. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. But you know what also is... Oh my god, I screwed that up. You know what? is also on Netflix, Jaworski. I don't know if you're peeing. I'm just going to go say it anyway. The Karate Kid, part one, part two, and part three, and their YouTube series, Cobra Kai, will be going on Netflix very, very soon. And I have been watching The Karate Kid pretty much every day since it's been out. It came out on July 1st, and I've watched it pretty much every single day. Jaworski, are you done peeing? Are you back yet? I never went to the bathroom because oh. <laughs> I have to do a step up from number one. So I'm just waiting for you to. Oh, I was like filibustering a little bit. <laughs>
Okay, that's all I got to say, though. All right. Appreciate Back to the Future. We got to go back. Is that what they say? Uh, no, where we're going. We don't need roads. That? Don't tell me you haven't seen that movie. No, I haven't. But that's a oh, my God. That's a conversation for another day. Okay, I'm not a movie guy. Josh, anyway, you will love that movie. It's so funny. We okay. appreciate everybody listening in for this episode, our review of Friday Night Smackdown and our gimmicks of the week. Pick one. But we will hear from you all, or we will see you all sometime next week. I don't really know when, but we will figure it out. So until then, be safe, wash your hands, wear your mask, and we will see you all next week. See you later. See you later.